Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, and sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello! Welcome to the Your Dream More Mind podcast. This is episode 108. How the devil are you doing? It is uh, the 25th of January as I'm recording this and it was my birthday yesterday and I had such a lovely day. It was a Tuesday. I took the day off. I cleared my diary. Then about realised I hadn't asked anybody else to clear their diary. So I realised I was going to spend the day on my own, which, you know, I can fill in pooling. But um, my husband took the day off too and we went to... We shopped and a little bit of shopping. We lunched and then we went to the cinema in the day, which I thought was going to be really quiet. We hadn't booked tickets. They must do a discount on a Tuesday because it was absolutely rammed. And the film we went to see was amazing. It was called Empire of Light. It's got Olivia Colman, Colin Firth, and I think his name's Michael Ward. It was amazing. So when I went to Margate... Um, for my business retreat in May last year with me. So I was quite intrigued. I was about, but I must have no idea what it was. It wasn't even, it wasn't even set in the era I thought it was going to be set in. God, it was so good. Honestly, I think it's so good. Olivia Coleman, I mean, she's amazing. She's fantastic in it. There's this great quote in it where she says to Michael Ward, the other main character, um, no one's going to give you the life that you want. You it. And I was trying not to just keep thinking about that line. I didn't want to get my phone out to write it down, but I just loved that line because it's so true. So true. No one is going to give you that life. Knock on the door and say, Laura, here's that life you wanted. You've got to go out and get it. I guess that's the premise of this podcast, right? And the work that I do is to help you to go out and get the life that you've always wanted, the life that you've dreamed of the life that you think isn't possible for you when it really, really is. So the uh, the title of this episode today is Be the Boss You Never Had. I've been meaning to record this for ages. Um, I've got like an a ongoing list of episodes that I might record and I see when the mood takes me or um, what's going on in the world and whether I want to talk about that certain thing. But today I was thinking about be the boss you never had because um, just had a just done a client session and we were talking about the work that my client does and we were talking about what she might like to how she might like to be seen or to feel with the people that she works for and um, we were talking about what you know, when you're, when, perhaps when you're an employee, what, what would you like your boss to, you know, to treat you? How, how would you like them to be with you? And, uh, when we were talking in the session, we came up with lots of different, um, lots of different ideas and words of what we thought we would like the, um, 
our boss to be to us. So maybe, you know, when you're in employment, you want your boss to be fair to you, to treat you fairly, um, to show you respect. So to treat you with respect, and obviously that respect then is reciprocated too, but to treat you with the respect that, that you deserve and that you believe you deserve. To give you recognition for the work that you've done. So to say, yeah, I, you know, that's amazing work, you know, to, to give feedback, to say well done, to acknowledge, to show recognition for work done. Perhaps you'd like your boss to show you some empathy. So to understand your situation, to understand what is going on with you, to be able to put themselves in your shoes and to, to show empathy and to understand you. Perhaps you'd like to be seen could be very easy to be invisible, right, when you're in employment and uh, you want to be seen by your boss, by your team, by the wider company. You want you want to be seen, to be visible and all of those things. So whether you work in employment or you work for yourself or, you know, you're a contractor, whatever you do, I'm sure all of these things are important to you, not just in work, but outside of work too. They're important anyway, right, in life. Of course, we all want to be respected and and seen and uh, acknowledged and um, treated fairly. Inevitably, when we become a boss, and whether that is a boss, like whether you're managing other people or just yourself, you are a product of all of the experiences that you've had in your life. So when you've worked for somebody, you will have seen elements of their leadership style, elements of their personality that you thought, oh, I really love the way they do X, Y, and Z, or I've, I really like the way they handled that situation, or I, I really respect the way that they stand up for what they believe in, or I really admire their work ethic, or I have a lot of respect for the way that they... Uh, look after their team so you'll have lots of different lots of different views and opinions on people that you've worked for and equally you will have seen things that you don't like in people that you've worked for because you will have thought I really don't like the way that that was handled I'm really not comfortable with the way that that person was spoken to I really dislike um the way that we're me and my team are all treated differently. Do you see what I mean? So there will be elements where you will say, oh, I love the way that they deal with this that, and the other, but there'll be other things about that person. And it won't just be one person. It'd be lots of different people you work for or with. You will think, oh God, I hate it when they do that. And, and you, I think you'll often find yourself saying, I hate it when people do that. And I would never do that to somebody else. So we are a product of our own experience in life and you will naturally absorb the bits that you like about other people and how they lead, how they treat people, how they communicate, how fair they are. You will take on the bits that you like and you will, you know, kind of disregard the bits that you don't, as in you will adopt the characteristics of the bits that you like, but you won't take on obviously any of the negative stuff. Well, I hope not anyway. Um because deep down we're all nice people, right? We want to treat people fairly with respect. So if you think then about like your ideal boss would have all these amazing elements in and would 
you know, just make you feel fantastic, like supported, challenged, encouraged, respected, you know, all of these things. And then think about you when you work for yourself. And I called this episode, Be the Boss You ne- You Never Had. That's not, that's not to say you can only do that if you have people that work for you, because actually you are your own boss, right? So you are talking to yourself in a way you might talk to somebody else. And I often think that when we work for ourselves, we're really hard, like really hard on ourselves. We get really like, um, like quite strict, quite dismissive. Don't give the praise, don't give the recognition, might not treat ourselves fairly, might not give ourselves the acknowledgement that we deserve, might not show ourselves any empathy. So do you show yourself empathy for what you have been going through? Because we often go through so much as human beings and uh, particularly if you've got kids and um, not just limited to that, but, you know, kids are a bit of a headache sometimes. So you'll be going through stuff and um, it will have an impact on you and it will it will make you feel differently emotionally. It will impact how you behave, how you show up, your energy levels, what's going on with you. And if you're not empathetic to yourself, if you're not being kind, you might just keep pushing through when in reality, what would help is sitting under a blanket on the sofa, watching Netflix and eating some biscuits for a bit. So to be the best boss of you, how can you go about treating yourself more kindly, more nicely, more empathetically? What do you need to implement in yourself? Like what what kind of systems or routines or structures do you need to put in place where you can actually say, do you know what? Job well done. Well done, Laura. And I'll, I'll share with you a few things that I do to um, to be a good boss to myself. So I set myself targets, so I set myself goals, and when I've ticked them off, I set myself monthly goals, um, weekly and monthly. God, the minute I start recording a podcast, it starts raining. It's really chucking it down now. So I set myself weekly and monthly goals, and then I tick them off, and then I give myself a big pat on the back and some recognition. So I had a goal this month for um, getting 350 downloads this month of my podcast. And uh, I already surpassed it yesterday on my birthday on the 24th. So I'd already gone way over what I wanted. So I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm really pleased with that. Really pleased that I've done that. And I, you know, I'm really pleased with the work that I've put in to get that number of downloads. And uh, I've had a real kind of jump in the last couple of weeks, which is brilliant. So I also cut myself some slack. So sometimes this morning I recorded a podcast episode and it was early because I was talking to somebody in Australia and I didn't sleep very well last night. And I kept having those dreams where I knew I had to get up and I kept dreaming that I was late for the thing that I needed to get up for. Does that make sense? So I knew I had to get up and get down to the office to record this podcast, but I also knew that I needed to chivvy my son to get his ingredients sorted for cooking and all of these things plus eating too much food on my birthday meant I didn't sleep very well and I kept dreaming about not getting up and therefore anyway it you know what I mean it was a disaster so by the time I actually had to get up I was so knackered um I ended up coming down to the office in my pajamas and my Udi 
nearly slipping over on black ice with my new mug that my lovely friend Nick bought me for my birthday. And um, I'd look to right state. I'm going to level with you. Look to right state. Uh, Fiona, the girl that I was interviewing in Australia, is the evening for her and she'd just come back from a run and she was all, she'd had a shower and she was all glowing and gorgeous and I didn't look glowing and gorgeous. But because I'm being kind to myself, when I finished the interview, I then went and did a little workout and then I went and had a bath. So I thought, you know what? When you work for yourself, if you want to have a bath at half past ten in the day, you can. And I watched Ben Fogel in the bath because he's my favourite presenter on the telly. Um, so, yeah, so that's like how to be like kind to myself and empathetic to me being tired and feeling a bit low energy. Um, so I give myself recognition for what I achieve. I cut myself some slack when I'm feeling quite tired. I um, give myself time off. So I had my birthday off yesterday. I don't sweat it. I'm past the stage of worrying about having to be at my desk at nine o'clock and working till five and having an hour lunch break. I don't do any of that. I just work when I want to work and I don't when I don't. And obviously that means sometimes I work longer days, but that's just the way it is. It's fine because I'm my own boss, right? I don't have to stick to a schedule. I just need to get the work done when it needs to be done. I don't have to stick to set hours, set days, set times. When I was finishing my book last week, I had to do like quite a lot of work on the Sunday and Monday. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm trying to think what else I do to be kind to myself. I think I'm pretty good to myself. I think I don't have to manage a team because it's just me, but I have to, because I, there is no team. There is just me doing all of the tasks all of the time. So sometimes that gets a bit overwhelming. And I think to recognize that it's okay to be overwhelmed and it's okay to put stuff down sometimes and come back to it is fine too. When you decide to work for yourself, whether you end up managing people or not, but if you just work for yourself and you are a solopreneur and there's nobody else, you chose this because this is what you wanted to do. You chose this life because you wanted the freedom, the flexibility, the flow, the fun you wanted or the fulfillment you wanted all of that. So make sure that you then are the boss to yourself that you always wanted to be, if that makes sense. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't berate yourself. Don't do yourself down. Don't tell yourself you're rubbish. Don't be overcritical about your work. Don't expect too much of yourself. Don't compare yourself to others. Stick to doing all the stuff that you're really, really good at and tell yourself how proud of yourself you are. Think about how you nurture yourself. Think about how you spend time um, on you. So when you are working for yourself, it's easy to get lost in the business, but you've also got to work on the business, but you also need to have time for you and not to be consumed by the business. So it's a juggle. It is a juggle. But look at just look at you and who how you treat yourself and then ask yourself if you would treat somebody else that way. So if you are being overcritical, if you are being a bit mean to yourself, if you are demanding too much of yourself, take a step back and think, I wouldn't do that to somebody else. So why do I do that to myself? 
So take all the best bits that you've learned over the years from other people that you've worked for or worked with or you've seen in the public eye. Take all of that. Think about all those best qualities. Get it down on paper. Brainstorm it. Get all those best qualities down on paper and then think about how you treat yourself and make sure that you treat yourself in the best way possible. Be kind. Be nice. Be upbeat. Be supportive. Be empathetic. Be fair. Be respectful. Show recognition. Be the boss that you never had because you get to choose exactly what kind of boss you are and you want to be the best boss ever. Now, before I go, if you are still thinking about working with me, if you are mulling over how you push forward with your idea to work for yourself, if confidence is holding you back, if you don't know where to get started, I've got a special way to work with me this week. It's a VIP birthday treat. So we can spend four hours together um, in person if you live geographically close to me or near to me. Um in person or online, we don't have to do the four hours, you know, we can have a break in the middle, but it's a really intensive way to get you very focused on what you need to do to get you out of the starting blocks. So if you want to do that, that offer is 495. And uh, there's just, uh, well, there's just today or over the weekend to sign up for that. So do, do think about that. It's a really intense way to work with me. If you don't want to do one-to-one, but you want that kind of group support, then come join the Dream Life Academy actually the same price I think Um, but you join the academy and you're in it for life so have a think about that but think about okay if I'm going to be the best boss ever the best boss ever would invest in some support to get me where I need to be so be that boss you never had I'll see you next time my fellow dreamer You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review and subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. If you're ready to create the confident mindset you'll need to start your transition into your own dream life, then come on over to the Dream Life Academy, a mindset coaching programme and community all in one. It's absolutely the best place to be amongst other brilliant women who are creating and living their own dream lives and businesses. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.